Hi, this is Bishop E. James Logan, Senior Pastor of Christian Faith Fellowship Church in Zion, Illinois. Welcome to our podcast. I pray you'll be blessed by a fresh word from God every time you tune in. Turn to Isaiah chapter 9. We welcome you here in the name of the Lord Jesus. We know you already feel welcome. Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 6. Are you ready? Let's read it out loud, please. Ready, begin. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you again. We acknowledge you again in this place. This is your house. We are your people. We are here to have an encounter with you. Continue to bless us with your divine and glorious presence as we stay so ever attentive to you and your spirit. Anoint the speaker. Anoint the preacher. Anoint our ears to hear and our hearts to receive so you can get the precious fruit. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I'm going to minister a quick message from this verse of scripture, as well as others, titled, His Name Shall Be Called. His Name Shall Be Called. His Name. His Name. Shall Be Called. 2 Samuel 22, verse 4 reads, I will call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised. I'm full already. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. I will call upon the Lord who is, by the way, worthy to be praised. Before we even get to my enemies, he's just worthy. If I never had any enemies, he's still worthy to be praised. So if I don't have any enemies or not, I'm going to still call upon the Lord because he's worthy. Names... Names are given to identify something, people. Names are given to identify people, to recognize people, places, things. Names are also given to differentiate one thing from another. That's why names are given. There are and has been many, many millions of Deborahs, 
But in my eyes, I differentiate. All Debras from one specific woman named Deborah. With a name, with a name comes a nature. <laughs> Lions have a nature. Pigs have a nature. Eagles have their own nature. With a name comes a character. Robbers have a character. We just did the midterms. Senators. Politicians have character. With a name comes a reputation. Some of us old school will remember the quality goes on, or goes in rather, before the name goes on. Was that Zenith? Who I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with a name comes a reputation. Hmm. I'm thinking of automobiles. I'm thinking of a Pinto. See how you felt? Their reputation preceded them. All of these things that generate feeling, hallelujah, thoughts, respect, anger, they're all associated with a name. We call on the Lord because his name is higher than any. other name. We sing songs about his name differently than any other name. Uh, let me help somebody real quick, real clear. Never sing about the Lord with the same feeling, thought, intent, and emotion that you do about Beyonce. Because you and I just sang to the only wise God. When you sing, oh, I'm getting excited. I got to calm down. When you sing that, everything ought to change. Because there's nobody like him. You, you shouldn't wonder who we're singing about. You shouldn't be curious. You shouldn't be looking around when we start singing and saying words like that because we're singing about one name. One name. It ought to grab your attention. Philippians 2, verses 9 and 10. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him. Who, 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 is, who is he talking about? You know, say his name. This is his house. Who, who is he talking about? 
See, 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 there's a problem if you don't really know. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him and given him a name, <laughs> which is above every name. Who, who is he talking about? Yeah. Not, not, I, 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 this is not the public library. Who is he talking about? Yeah. Verse 10, that at the name of Jesus, every knee, every knee, that leaves no knee out. Every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. No matter what realm you live in, you're going to bow to this name. There's only one name worthy to be praised. There's only one name worthy to be praised. And, and why is that? Because there's only one person who saved us from our enemies. <laughs> first Kings, first Kings, 1824, first Kings, 1824. And uh, it reads this. And, and I'm, 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 and I've chose these scriptures in invade them, if you will, or to introduce them in the middle of the, of the event. And call ye on the name of your gods, and I'll call on the name of the Lord, and the God that answereth by fire. Let him be God. And all the people answered and said, that's, that sounds good to us. Who is he talking about? See, let, let me help you. Elijah is having a <laughs> confrontation with the false prophets of Baal. Oh, God. See, because God's people start getting it twisted. For centuries, they knew who their God was. But they got around some other folk that had other gods. And the other folks started trying to convince them that Baal is God. Baal was a fertility God. And so they began to think all their blessings came from Baal instead of God. So God gets Elijah from Tishba. You read your Bible, he just come out of nowhere. It's like God gets this man for emergency purposes. All oh, my people finna mess up big. Go get this man of God. Bring him from Tishba. He's bold enough. So this is where we are. Elijah tells the prophets of Baal to go and call on their gods. Get all your sacrifices. Do, do, do what you got to do. Because before this night is over with, my people are going to remember whose name to call on. Yeah. 
I'm prophesying right now. I'm prophesying right now. Before this day is over with, you're going to remember whose name you're supposed to call on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Elijah says, the God that answers by fire, let him be God. Now, you know the story. If not, go home and read the rest of it. But, but why this is important, why this is significant, why we're even having a teaching entitled, and his name shall be called, is because way back when Moses met God, Moses had enough sense. Let's, let's read what Moses said. Let's read what Moses said. In Exodus chapter 3, um, verse 13. And, and Moses is talking to God. Listen to what he says now. And Moses says unto God, uh, Behold, when I come to the children of Israel, your people, the ones you want me to bring out of Egypt, and say to them, God, the God of your fathers has sent me to, to you, they're they, they going to say to me, this is normal, God. Don't get upset. They're going to say, what is his name? See, this is this is important. This is this is significant because too many people, you just want to get rescued. You don't care who does it. You in so much pain, just get me out of the pain. You don't care who does it. Give me another shot. Whatever, just get me out of this. But see, you need to know the name. You need to know the name, the nature, the character. The, you need to know the reputation. You need to know who's saving you. You need to know who's delivering you. See, this is why we got saints today that grew up in church that can leave the Christian faith and say some other God is the one that's really God because you didn't really learn his name. You, 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 you didn't really get to know his name. See, when you get to know a person's name, then you develop a relationship with that person. You become a, a first name basis. Some of y'all been in the church 20 years, you ain't on no first name basis with God. Moses said, uh, uh, you know, when I get back to the people, they gonna, you know, they, they, they gonna be glad you came for them. <laughs> but they gonna ask me a real basic but powerful question. What is your name? Because when we find out what your name is, then everything you do for us, we can attribute it to you. When people ask how we come out, Jehovah did it. When people ask who fed me, Jehovah fed me. When people say, where'd you eat that water, that rock? Jehovah did it. You ain't going to be saying, well, I went to that church on the corner and all, you know, just something just happened to me. I remember his name, uh, start with a low. See, as elementary as this is, it's very, it's very important. It's crucial. When you know his name, you then learn what you can expect from him. 
It, it really is just that simple because some of y'all get mad. Let somebody go get your lunch and bring you to McDonald's and you want a Burger King. You're going to say, don't you know the difference between McDonald's and... I don't want... I ain't never ate that. When you know his name, you know exactly what you're getting when you get him. Oh, I feel like preaching in here today. I, I feel like preaching in here today because what this message should be doing, it should be reminding you of who your God really is. And there ought to be a praise that rises up on the inside of you that you got to give to God because you know nobody else could have done for you. Hey, God, what God has done for you and you will call on his name because he's worthy to be praised. Some, some, some of y'all are too quiet when you're praying in the restaurant and you use his name. Lord bless this meal. In Jesus' name. What was that sound? Oh, you just praying over your food. That's the loudest part of my prayer. In Jesus' name, my food is blessed. Amen. See, Elijah knew what to expect because Moses found out what his name was. And Moses told everybody, every generation after that. Okay, let me help you. Let me help you. See, when we teach our children what his name is, then they can expect God to do the same thing for us that he did for them. See, this is why young people are challenged because they don't see God doing the same thing for them that he did for them, for you. Because you haven't told him, them. His name shall be called. Or another way to put it, you haven't told them to call on his name. See? 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 Before you can get anyone's attention, you got to call their name. Don't let your kids, nieces and nephews run around your house calling God the big man upstairs. You're going to get the superintendent. No, 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 no. You've got to know his name. You've got to know his name to the point that you know when to call on his name at any particular specific time. I mean, even in the medical field, they got all kind of specialists. You can't even, you can't even say their name, endocrinologist. And they'll tell you if you need help with this particular organ, this is who you call. You need to know when you need God. Why do you think he's got more than one name? Why do you think he's got more than one name? 
Stop being all general with God. Stop being all ordinary with God. Stop being all regular with God. You need to know when you need God, you need to know the name. You need to know the call on that name. I don't need no big man upstairs. When you call on God, you should already know what to expect. Elijah knew what to expect. That's why he had all them false prophets. Get all your, cut yourself, hit yourself. Is he, is he on vacation? Taking him a while. I got my watch on. No, they, they didn't have him. I'm, I'm, they didn't really say that now. Don't I? Just taking some preaching liberties. Elijah knew. He said, the God that answers by fire. Now, please understand. Elijah knew that God didn't have control over no fire. But our God does. So let's see if your God can control elements. Like fire. Take as long as you need. Because when you get through and I call on his name, you're going to see some fire. Woo. Psalm 23, 3. He restoreth my soul. Watch this now. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. What does that mean? Let me help some people. Let me help some people. You and I are living right, not because you want to. He's doing it for his name's sake. God is keeping you, not because you're so cute and you pray good. God is keeping you because your name is, his name is on you. God is blessing you for his sake. Oh, you ain't getting it. You ain't, see, see, this is why you ain't ready to praise him like you need to. Because you think it's everything you did or didn't do that's got you as blessed and prosperous as you are. No, 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 no. God is doing everything he's doing for you and I because of his name. It's for his name's sake. Because God is God. He's a good God. He's a holy God. He's a righteous God. That's why you look as good as you look. It's his name. Tell somebody, God ain't doing it for you. He's doing it for himself. His name is so awesome that when you adopted his name, he didn't want you to look stupid. So stop sinning, backsliding, lying, because you're making his name look bad. You don't understand his name. If you keep sleeping around, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost today. You don't know his name. You keep stealing, lying, getting high, gambling. You don't know his name. You ain't never called on his name. 
You said a few hot ta tas in glory. Glory! But when you know his name, when you know you're carrying his name, you live different. You talk different. You treat people differently. Because it's his name. Somebody shout, it's his name. Somebody shout, it's his name. Somebody say, I'm carrying his name. God leads, guides, and restores us for his name's sake. <laughs> for his glory. Remember Wednesday. I got to do it. I got to do it now, see. Uh, um, remember in... We read in, uh, I'm going to find you right here, right here, right here, right here, right here. God said through the man of God, in first, Paul, the apostle Paul, New Testament apostle, first Corinthians 10.5. Paul is giving... <laughs> The New Testament church, revelation about the Old Testament church. Moses was a pastor. All them folks that came out of Egypt, he was their pastor. Now watch what he says. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 5, beginning. Yet God was not pleased with most of them. So their dead bodies were scattered over the desert. So you, you didn't get it. Some say there's over 6 million Jews... They came out of Egypt, and Paul just told you God wasn't pleased with most of them. <laughs> wow. God wasn't pleased with most of them. But he brought them out. He fed them water out of a rock. He fed them manna from heaven. Hmm. It's time to wake up, church. So you got church people that think just because God is blessing them, he pleased with them. He's sweet, I know. He's sweet, I know. These old songs you should sing. But Paul said, don't you understand? He wasn't pleased with most. He didn't say a few. He said most of them. And the reason God wasn't pleased with most of them is because they didn't learn his name. He's like us. They love the party. God got us out. Ooh, we had, a we had some church. God blessed some folk, healed some folk. Offering was good. Oh, we had some church. But do you know his name? Remember, Jesus says, he says in the last days, people are going to come and say, I prophesied in your name. I, I cast out devils. I did many wonderful works in, in your name. And Jesus is going to say, uh, depart from me. I, 
I don't know your name. You don't know my. We don't know each other. Y'all don't like this kind of church, do you? See, it's something, something as simple yet as profound as God's name. It must be known, learned, and understood. But most importantly, it must be called upon. I got, I got Cameron a book. I've been reading it off and on about words, uh, about words. A very powerful book. And uh, um, it, it's, it's an eye-opener. It's an eye-opener because some of you will, will get this right away. Um, um, because we're such a fast-paced society, especially y'all young folk. Y'all throw words away real quick. Y- y'all love to tell old folk, we don't even say that no more. <laughs> People don't say that no more. <laughs> But see, what you fail to realize, when a word is no longer spoken, all the experiences that go with that word diminishes too. And those of us that use those words, we have lost the experience that we had that that word brings. It's the same thing with the name of the Lord. Don't let the world cause you to stop calling on the name of. Oh, I feel something in here. It's so much bigger than I got the strength to. Stop letting people cause you to stop calling upon the name of the Lord. Because if we stop calling upon the name of the Lord, there's certain things the Lord does he will no longer do. Because he only does them when you call on that name. Why do you think Isaiah said in Isaiah 9, 6, and his name shall be called? You think it's a title. He says, wonderful. Mm -mm. Somebody needs to know he's wonderful. Somebody needs something wonderful to happen in your life right now. Somebody under the sound of my voice, you need to open your mouth and say, wonderful, wonderful. You need something wonderful to happen in your life right now. You need to say, and his name shall be called wonderful. You didn't experience horrible so long terrible so long he need to say wonderful wonderful savior wonderful Jesus wonderful God you need to say wonderful because what you say manifests his name shall be called don't stop calling him wonderful Don't stop calling him mighty God. You don't need no. 
weak God responding to your problems? I'm going longer than I thought I would. First Chronicles 16, 8. Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. You got to know who he is. The reason we don't see the signs, wonders, and miracles, we ain't talking about them. You talking more about whatever than his deeds. My brothers and sisters, we are to learn God's name so we can call on him when we need him. Calling on God suggests we know we as mankind don't have all power. See, I, I appreciate some intercession, but, but uh, we, we, we need some intercession to kind of sound like this. No, 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 no. First, let me do the kind we don't need. Lord, here we are again. I'm bending knee. Oh, Lord, help the pastor. He needs so much help. Dealing with us peoples. Oh, Lord. Give him strength, Lord. Strength, brother, brother, pastor. Strength, brother, strength and brother, pastor. No, 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 no. That, that's okay. And stop about as quickly as I just stopped. And then going to, Lord, you're almighty. You're all powerful. If you don't intervene. If you don't intervene. If you don't help the pastor, if you don't help the deacons and the trustees, if you don't help this church, we're going under. We need you. That's how we need to be praying. As I said, when we got started, people, places, and things are given names to distinguish them from all others. Our God. Our God has a name that distinguishes him from all others. You better get that name in your spirit. That name need to be on your Rolodex. That name need to be in your phone. That name need to be on your refrigerator. That name. The name that's above every name. So God know that you know when you call that name, I'm serious. I need some show enough help, God. I'm calling on you because only you can get this done. Matter of fact, let, let just, just take about three, uh, no, take about 15 seconds. Just stand on your feet and just call on his name. Just whatever one you need right now, just call on his name. Shout it out. Shout it out.
Redeemer, Savior, Sanctifier, the friend that sticks closer than a brother, the wheel in the middle of the wheel, the bright morning star, the rock. His name is... You see, my brothers and sisters, he promised that when we called on his name, he would show up. I wonder, do you know he showed up? Hey, that means he's in the room. He's in the room right now. Okay, sit down, sit down, sit down. Y'all got to learn some more about his name. Psalm 7, 17, I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness. I will sing praise to the name of the most high. See, a person, a person, a believer, a saint, can only praise and appreciate God based on their personal knowledge of his righteousness and holiness. See, if you think living holy is you ain't slept with a woman in two months. Your worship is weak. I didn't say it wasn't worship, but it ain't strong because you ain't learned how powerful his righteousness and holiness is. If you won't let him keep you but two months. Oh, Lord. You can only praise God based on your knowledge of his righteousness and holiness. Let me tell you something. Let me say this to you. I'm going to say it real quick. With love. Somebody say this is coming out with love. Say, say receive this with love. Stop the ancestor worship and stop praising God off the fumes of your grandmama and granddaddy. Say like, you get that on the way home. You get that on the way home. Stop the ancestor worship. Boy, we having some church today. You get on the way home. You'll get it. Let's keep moving. Yeah, yeah. Psalm 29 and 2. Give unto the Lord the glory, do his name. That means you must study the scriptures. <laughs> Stop attributing things to God that don't go to him. Somebody told you God did that. What you know he's done is in the scriptures. So memorize what he's done in the scriptures and brag about that. <laughs> Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Our, our holiness is only beautiful if it lines up with Scripture. <laughs> I wish I could go somewhere. I ain't got no time. Knowing the name of the Lord means you know the glory his name deserves. Do you? Do you know the glory 
the name of your God deserves? When we learn the glory that our God deserves, worship is in your future. There's no way you can think about all that he's done and worship don't begin to come up out of your belly. There ain't no way you're going to tell me Can I, can I tell you something else in love? Pastorally. You got, you got to, you, you, we got to be careful, Christian faith. Because I'm noticing we're trickling in later and later for church service. You're, 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 <laughs> you're looking like you don't know his name. Praise and worship ain't just the space you get to come before the word. If church started at nine, be here when? Now, some people got to be here earlier than that. You can't know his name and not worship him. You cannot know his name and not worship him. It's impossible. Psalm 66, 2. Sing forth the honor of his name. That's why we have praise and worship. We're singing the honor of his name. Make his praise glorious. Psalm 91, 14. Because he had set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he's known my name. So God says, because you know my name. I'm going to put my love on you. I'm going to deliver you. I'm going to elevate you because you know who I really am. You ain't up in here just playing. You just ain't still coming because somebody invited you six years ago and you're still coming. You stayed here long enough to learn my name. You stayed here long enough to know who I really am to you. God promises to set us on high because we love him and we know his nature, his character, and his reputation. We got to live like we know his reputation. So people can't just come up and say, you ain't a Christian because I saw you at the juke joint. Now, that's an old phrase. You know, but it's, it's called the strip club today, ain't it? Just look straight ahead. Just look, nobody know you do this. See, that's why you can't pray as on Sunday. Your hands sore from laughing. <laughs> Woo, I'm having too much fun preaching today. <clears throat> Jeremiah 33.3. Let's, let's finish this out. God says through the prophet, call unto me and I will 
answer thee. And his name shall be called. This is why we call on his name. We need answers. Listen, y'all, I'm not playing. I'm not trying. I don't know all of what's going on in this world. I read, study the Bible. There's so many things I don't know I need to know. I'm constantly praying. That's what you, all of us need to be, be doing. We, we, need, we, need, we need to come to church and pray. And, and, and stop acting like we know what's going on. I ain't got no time. All these answers we don't have. Call upon me and I will answer you. We're calling on the wrong people. Call on me, I will answer you and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. So why do we call his name? Because there's some great things we need to see. There's some great things we need to know. Write it down. Write it down in the first person. Because you think you're smarter than you are. <laughs> That's why you don't pray like you should. Because you think you know. Or you're about to know. Or you're going to ask Siri in a minute. Call upon me. I will answer you. The one that knows everything. Talk to the one that knows everything. He is your God. And then he says, I will show you great and mighty things. How many of y'all are tired of looking at boring, stupid things? So we call on the name of the Lord because there are things we need to know. We call on the name of the Lord because we're tired of seeing the same old thing. I mean, I, I, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Psalm 50, 51. Call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver thee, and you will, be and you will glorify me. God bringing us out of trouble glorifies him. All he wants you to do is ask him to get you out. There's a, there's a, there's a moment right here. Let's stop. Somebody that's in trouble, you can stand on your feet and say, God, get me out. Lord, get me out right now. Call on him. Call on him. It's the perfect time. It's the perfect time. Psalm 145, 18. God is close to those who call upon him. Hmm. If you never call on him, you ain't got no relationship with him. You working your fingers to the bone. You done got another job and you're worse off. You've been going to church, you won't even call on the name of the Lord. I could just pick you out right now, but I ain't going to do it. Man, how long are you going to be in the church and child have gotten broke, struggling? What's wrong with you? David said, I've been young. I mean, how am I? I've never seen the righteous forsaken. How come you look forsaken then? Oh, you don't know his name. Oh, you won't call on him to help you. Oh, you're so full of pride. You're going to figure this out. You and your husband. 
Acts 2.21, it shall come to pass that whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Rescued. Whoever does it. Whoever wants to be rescued and calls on his name, he will rescue you. And his name shall be called. Hmm. Luke 11.9, Jesus is speaking. He says, I say unto you, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. So if there's some things <laughs> that you need, open up your mouth. Call on his name. Jesus says, ask, because I want to be the one to give it to you. R write, write this down. It, it took me some time to learn this. It's so true, so powerful. In every relationship, every relationship, there are certain things you should never give that person because they're in a relationship with somebody else. Let me help you. And this will probably never stop, but it'll help somebody. It's kind of why we shifted up <laughs> doing pastor's appreciation because some folk don't know any better and in their love and appreciation, they'll buy the pastor something their wife should buy him. Power, Lord. Power, Lord. And, 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 and if the marriage ain't strong enough, or the enemy's really attacking the pastor in the marriage, the, the enemy take that as a, see, I knew you was talking to her. She, she bought you that on purpose. I'm helping somebody. There are some things you need to ask a mature person with wisdom before you buy that as a gift for somebody else. Mm -hmm. There are some things, watch this, and I, I really, really had to, I had to just bite the bullet on this between me and God because we're givers. There are some things God don't want me to give you. He want to give it to you himself. It don't make no, how bad I want you to have it, how much access I have to it. He'll tell me, don't you dare do that. I want them to learn something about me and them. I want to be the one to bless them with that. So Jesus says, ask, because I want to be the one to give it to you. He says, seek, because I want, I want to be the one to show you. And knock, because I want to be the one to open the door. So when it's all said and done, you give me the glory. So as I close, write this down. God has a name because he wants us to use it. <laughs> God has a name because he wants us to call on him. You know, I remember my mother, when she got older, she's three, three boys. I got three brothers or two brothers. I'm the third. And she get real mad. She said, Johnny, Jimmy, Bobby. Just blend all our name together. 
You've been there. And then if it's more than three, I've been in families. Do flop it. That was, that was my family. Just, just make up. You know who you are. Just come in. Well, if it was do flop it, you know you probably wasn't going to get nothing nice by the time you got there. God wants us to be sure we know he's the one providing for us. Do you realize that? So in closing, the Lord's name is to be called. It's to be worshipped, celebrated, praised, bragged about, magnified, lifted up, glorified. Matter of fact, God is so good. He loves us so much. God doesn't even care if we scream his name out. I, I know it's about 15 of y'all in here. At some point in your life, you were in so much trouble. You were in so much pain. You screamed his name, but did that bother him? No! He showed up because he promised he would. Everybody stand on your feet. Lift your hands in this building, please. The Lord is nigh them <coughs> of a broken heart. He saveth such be of a contrite spirit. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. I'm talking to us. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God so he can raise you up in due season. Some of you have let seasons pass where God was going to raise you up because you wouldn't call on his name. You wouldn't call on his name. You said things, maybe you didn't realize what they meant in God's economy. You said things like, I know God is able. That's not calling on his name. God got my back. That ain't calling on his name. Because you know what? Your insurance got your back. But if you never file a claim, you ain't going to get no help. Lift your hands in this place. There should be enough word that's gone forth for you to know what to do right now. Some believe that in your hands. He shall be called. If you're his child, you should use your mouth to call on him daily. So what do you want your God? What do you need your God? to do for you that you have yet to earnestly sincerely ask him to do now is your opportunity well thank you for joining us I also want to thank you in advance for clicking on the link to support our ministry your giving is what moves ministry forward and ministry must move forward 
You can also visit us online at cffczion.org for more information. If you were blessed by this word, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. God bless you.